All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sit and Run podcast, episode 90. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Michael Caceres. Woo! Pumped up, man, pumped up. It's a beautiful Monday, August 20th, 2018, and right out of the fucking gate. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, man, I was on uh, I was on Instagram. Uh, I was on Instagram yesterday, and uh, I'm fucking uh, just strolling down, you know, ass and titties all day, whatever the fuck, you know, I'm into, and, you know, LA Galaxy and the Dodgers and shit, and then I keep scrolling down, and uh, one of my... <laughs> Oh, dude, it's so fucking funny, and I'm and I'm sorry. I'm sorry about if this uh, type of jittery that I got going on, but I'm on a couple cups of coffee, and it's just uh, I'm gonna crash in about ten minutes. So just bear with me here. But I'm scrolling down, and I fucking I go to one of my best friends. Uh, I don't know if he wants me to say his name, so I'm not gonna say his name. But he fucking he's got a fresh ass haircut on. It's fucking slicked comb over. He's wearing a dope ass button up shirt and he's fucking dude he dude I don't know I don't know what the fuck he was doing but he had like this he had glasses on he looked like a total douchebag and he's fuck he's looking over off to the left kind of like looking at, it looked like where the fuck dude where the fuck are you if you're listening to this podcast this if you're if you're listening to the podcast right now you know exactly where you were but he's looking over on like a beach or like the the fucking ocean or some shit and i'm like oh fuck he's about to say something inspirational you know about how he fucking loves this girl right but no it actually is like fucking pimp as fuck he says uh sure you can catch more flies with honey but you can catch more honeys by being fly (laughs) dude oh man i was laughing my fucking ass off so, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I, I got to read this again. So it says, sure, you can catch more flies with honey, but you can catch more honeys by being fly. <laughs> Dude, that has got to be added to the rule of fucking wedding crashing. I swear it's got to be like a, some type of rule that's added. So, um, dude, I'm so fucking proud of you right now. And, uh, just fuck them all, man. F- fuck them all. Uh, wear a couple condoms, you know. Um, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not your fucking dad, so it doesn't matter. But, dude, I fucking love you, and your confidence is at a fucking 10. So, oh my gosh. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this Monday, this Monday, I, uh, this Monday's got me all, all types of fucked up because, um, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you about, uh, how my day is going so far, but, I got to start right out the fucking gate with this poem that I, um, that I read earlier today. Uh, if you guys have any, any interest in the poetry world, I suggest you look up this guy. Um, his name is, uh, Robert Williams Service. And this guy's, you know, when you read his poems, it like, it's, it kind of seems like it's, it's supposed to be meant for children. But if you are a child at heart, and uh, I mean, let's just say what it is, you know, you're kind of a, like me, you're kind of a pussy, like me, I'm, I'm a vagina, I gotta like, I don't know, I gotta be, I gotta be picked up every single day, you know what I mean, like, I gotta be inspired, um, I don't, I don't think I have any type of disability or any type of depression, but I often sit around and feel sorry for myself. So, uh, if you're the type of person, and if you're the type of person that sits around and feels sorry for yourself, this, uh, poem might mean something to you. Um, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop being a fucking poon. It's Monday, man. You got a second opportunity to be the best person that you can be. And then on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, you sin, and then Sunday you pray. And then Monday you start right back a bit, right, right back up again. So, in the words of Robert William fucking Service, Robert William Service, carry on, man carry on here we go um it's easy to fight when everything's right and you're and you're mad with the thrill and the glory it's easy to cheer when victory's near and wallow in fields that are gory it's a different song when everything's wrong when you're feeling internally mortal when it's 10 against one and hope there is none Buck up, little soldier, and chortle right out the fucking gate. Buck up, you fuckos. 
Um, and then and then it, it goes on and says, carry on, carry on. There isn't much punch in your blow. You're you're glaring and staring and hitting out, uh, hitting out blind. You're muddy and bloody, but never you mind. Carry on, carry on. You haven't the ghost of a show. It's looking like death, but while you've a you've a breathe, carry on, my son, carry on. And so, in the strive of the battle of life, it's easy to fight when you're winning. It's easy to slave and starve and be brave when the dawn of success is beginning. But the man who can meet despair and defeat with cheer, there's the man of God's choosing. The man who can fight to heaven's own height is the man who can fight when he's losing. Fucking Rocky Balboa, dude. I got it. I got it. I feel like Sylvester Stallone fucking looked up to this guy. This is like. Oh shit. And then he goes on by saying, carry on, carry on. Things never were looming so black, but show that you haven't a cowardly streak. And though you're unlucky, you never are weak. Carry on, carry on. Brace up for another attack. It's looking like hell, but you never can tell. Carry on, old man, carry on. I love this guy. Look at his style. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Buck up, little little soldier. Carry on, my son, carry on. And now he goes up to carry on, old man, carry on. It's kind of like going towards the children up to the fuckos in their 20s, like myself being a bunch of pussies and emotional. And then it goes right up to the dudes in their 50s and shit. Carry on, man, carry on. There are some who drift out in the deserts of doubt and some who in brutalness wallow. There are others I know who in piety go because of a heaven of follow but but to labor with zest and give of your best for the sweetness and joy of the giving to help folks along with a hand and a song why there's the real sunshine of living carry on carry on fight the good fight <clears throat> and true believe in your mission greet life with a cheer there's big work to do, and that's why you are here. Carry on, carry on. Let the world, let the world be the better for you, and at uh, and at last, when you die, let this be your cry. Carry on, my soul. Carry on. Robert Williams Service, ladies and gentlemen. So, if your Monday morning is, uh, you know. You feel emotional and it's not going well for you and you're insecure and you hate everybody and you're just like, fuck, I want to kill everybody. Uh, dude, uh, carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on. There are worse things in the world, right? I'm trying to take my positive vibes and wash and wash my, my positive sperm all over your faces. Um, but, uh, but you know, man, smile, write it all down, uh, figure out what the heck is going on in your life. All right. So, so that, so I read that and it was a little bit of an uplift, an uplifting thing for me and myself, um, you know, I just got to let it all out and fucking carry on. And I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, before I actually read that poem, I was going to be like all super negative and I was going to be like, um, like read something that had to do with like heartbreak and fucking faith and bullshit and Shakespeare shit. But no, 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 no. Why, why bring, why bring y'all down even worse? Why, why make your life worse? You know what I mean? All I can do is help. But yeah, so I'm reading this shit. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, Robert, uh, Robert Williams service. So carry on, right? He's kind of a, kind of a nice guy, right? Very uplifting, but it turns out, no, 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 no. This guy is actually a fucking psycho. So the first line I read in the next poem, it's called a hero. And, um, as soon as I, I was like a hero, I was like, okay, sweet. Must be, must be like super happy and super wiggly. It's like the wiggles, right? When you were six. Or Blue's Clues. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see here. So this is another poem by Mr. Robert Williams Soivius. Uh, here we go. It's called A Hero. Three times I had the lust to kill. Right out of the fucking gate. 
Here we go. Three times I had the less to kill. Dude, we all have. We all have. Honestly, if it wasn't for hobbies, if it wasn't for golf, if it wasn't for sports, if it wasn't for fucking poetry, and let's just say if it wasn't for acting, uh, you know what? If it wasn't for podcasting, wouldn't you all have the... If it wasn't for fasting, right? If it wasn't for working out, wouldn't y'all have the will to kill? Because I know I will. I'm not the only psychopath in this world. Three times I had the lust to fucking kill. But don't do it because you're a psychopath and then you'll get raped in prison. Three times I had the lust to kill to clutch a throat so young and fair and squeeze with all my might until no breath of being lingered there holy shit carry on dude carry on carry on i get it i get it Whoo, man it's crazy so three times i had the lust to kill to clutch a throat so young and fair and squeeze with all my might until no breath of being lingered there three times i drove the demon out thank god three times i drove the demon out Though on my brow of evil sweat, and yet I know beyond a doubt, he'll get me. He'll get me yet. I know I'm mad. I ought to tell the doctors. Let them care for me. Confine me in a paddled cell, and never, never set me free. But oh wow, how cruel that would be, for I am young and calmly too. See, that's great, man. You see the little bit of little bit of carry on in there, a little bit of carry on, carry on. Okay, so he drove the demon out, right? He prayed, he jerked off, he did whatever he had to do, right? To get those killing lust out of his head, right? Confine me in a padded cell and never, never let me free. But how cruel that would be. I am young and calmly too. Yet dim my demon I can see, and there is but one thing to do. Three times I beat the foul fiend back. The fourth, I know he will prevail. And so I seek the railway track and lay my head unto the rail and sight the dark and distant train. I hear its thunder louder. Brawl. Oh my God, this is so great. Coming to crush my cursed brain. Oh God, have mercy on my soul. Now, see, that's just psychopath right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's just... That is just nuts. So he comes out with this carry on, carry on, carry on. And now it turns out Robert Williams Service was a psychopath. Man, three times I had the lust to kill, to clutch a throat so young and fair and squeeze with my might until no breath of lingered there. Three times I drove the demon out. Pray it out, bro. Carry on. Though my brow was evil sweat and yet I know beyond a doubt He'll get me yet. He'll get me yet. I know I'm mad. I ought to tell the doctors. Let them care for me. Confine me in a padded cell and never, never set me free. But how cruel that would be. I am so young and calmly too, yet dim my, yet, yet dim my demon I can see. And there is but one thing to do. Three times I beat the foul fiend back. The fourth, I know he will prevail, and so I'll seek the rail track and lay my head upon the rail. Oh, God, Jesus, I'd rather you just kill yourself. No, you know what, that type of killing would actually be pretty quick, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, come on, man, shooting yourself in the head, you know, it's a little too quick. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. That was so fucked up. All right. So I'll seek the railway truck and lay my head upon the rail and sight the dark and distant train and hear the thunder louder roll coming to crush my cursed brain. Oh, God, have mercy on my soul. So sad. So sad. So sad. So that's what's going on. That's what's going on today, ladies and gentlemen. I fucking I'm like, okay, I'm going to read the fuck out of a couple of poems today. That poem that I just read. The fucking, the fucking having the lust to kill. That was the first one I read. And I was like, I'm reading the fuck out of that. And so like, I kind of started having like these, these like, kind of like him, like, oh shit. I think I am in a bad mood. I think I am upset. I got to read something else. A little bit more inspirational. This guy has something, something more inspirational. So, um, carry on, carry on, ladies and gentlemen. Um, 
Yeah, so what the what, that's what the fuck is going on with me today. Uh, yeah, my man, uh, Robert William Service. I was reading uh, reading a little bit on him. Nothing too crazy, you know, Poetry Foundation, you know, Poem Hunter, you know, the old Wikipedia, you know, not doing anything crazy type of research. Why would I do that? It's a waste of time, right? Why would I want to somehow better my life to learn a new fucking poet? But um, turns out he never really thought of himself as a writer or a poet. He would just happen to write these things down. And he wrote it as if he was, like, going to write it for, like, children or something. I don't think you would want to read these type of poems to children. You know? I I don't know. I mean, this is 2018. It's kind of like we don't want to tell the children a lot these days, don't we? That's why the millennials are fucking everything up because no one showed us how to pay bills or pay taxes. Um, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Never mind. Uh, I think that these poems should be read to six month year old babies just so that they know people are going to kill you and you're probably going to kill some people. And then, and then we'll teach you how to pay taxes and then we'll teach you how to get a job and then we'll teach you about the stock market, right? Shouldn't you be taught that in first grade? Now look at the class of fucking 2009 all the way on. We're just a bunch of psychopaths, aren't we? fucking millennials blaming us for everything that we do am i right am i right okay okay here we go so let's just move move on from the poems ladies and gentlemen uh once again this is the sit and run podcast you can catch this podcast on itunes soundcloud and youtube and uh like subscribe tell your friends tell your family and uh your dogs because they know everything you're saying right I fucking hate those people. Okay. Um, all right. Here we go. So today, I woke up today in actually a very good mood because uh, speaking of the millennials, right, uh, are the, the people that are in their 20s just kind of fucking up the whole country, it seems like, right? According to the 60-year-old uptight white guys that think they know everything about you because they said you're Catholic and Republican. Ah, Heck, these older people, ladies and gentlemen. So I woke up this morning and was like, I'm going to be an adult today. So um, I was like looking in my wallet and stuff and I was looking down at my identification card and was like, oh shit, that thing is still expired. Shit. You know, I renewed my ID uh, last year. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> but I renewed my identification card last year, right around my birthday, because as you know, when you get an identification card, uh, the thing expires on your birthday, usually uh, in about five or four or five years or whatever. And the time was up last year, and uh, your boy, the motherfucking MC, renewed that shit. And, um, the thing just never showed. (laughs) It never came. And, um, and I don't know if you would call this, um, I don't know. What would you call this? Would you call this being irresponsible or would you call this, uh, being patient (laughs) or would you call this just having a lot of faith in the United States of America, the department (laughs) of motor vehicles that they were going to send you. They were still going to send it to you. We're in August of 2018 and I still have my expired identification card and I still have the paper that says I renewed it. (laughs) And right there on the bottom of the paper, it says if it doesn't show within two weeks, you should probably give us a call. (laughs) So, so I renewed that shit last November. We're in August. The son of a bitch still hasn't came. And... Let's just say what it is, man. I'm being irresponsible. I'm not, like, giving a fuck about my identity. So, uh, but isn't that funny? Like, you, you think, like, the, your, the, in your defense, uh, the Department of Motor Vehicles is, uh, taking a, taking a lot of time, uh, these Americans, you know, um, they got a lot of stress going on, uh, there's a lot of pregnant people, there's a lot of pregnant men, you know, meaning they're becoming pussies and can't put up with the, um, they can't put up with the uh, struggle of dealing with these fucking animals and their identification cards. So maybe that one mailman, you know, was just having a bad day, but that dude, they'll get a new mailman, right? A new mailman's going to come. They're going to mail it to you. You know, let's just hold back. Let's just hold back. 
So it's about uh, about March, April, May, June, July. Fuck my ID, still not here. Um, you know what, man? You know what, dude, dude, the dude, the guy that was working at the DMV today. You know, something, something just happened. He was having a bad day. Whatever. He didn't iron his fucking button-up shirt. You know, he was missing his shoes. You know what I mean? But then today, I was like. Not gonna blame anybody else but myself. It's your fault <laughs> why your shit is expired. So you know what you're gonna do, Michael Caceres? You're gonna go to the Department of Motor Vehicles and you are gonna gab yourself a little ticket with a number that says GZ1 fucking thousand and you're gonna sit there and you're gonna figure this shit out. Oh, excuse me. Water. Uh, water and coffee today and I'm, and just so you know I'm drinking out of my one favorite coffee cups uh, take life one cup at a time it's my favorite coffee cup of all time and I have a coffee cup fetish so if any of you uh, remotely give a shit about my feelings <laughs> um, send me a coffee cup that might uh, put a oh shit did I spill it no I didn't spill it just did a little slippity slip um yeah, so uh, if you if you wanna if you wanna remotely give a shit about about me and my feelings, uh, coffee cup fetish I do have. Um, if you, uh, I am actually down to a forty regular. If you give a shit about blazers, um, down to a forty regular, uh, thirty four waist size, right, right, a little 34, 32 action, super skinny. I like to show a little bit of the crotch area. So, anyways, man. Uh, oh, and skinny ties, skinny ties only. I don't wear the wide shit. Uh, unless I'm going to a 1977 party, that's the only time I would be wearing a, a fat, fat, flared-out tie. So anyways, man, I get to the DMV, right? And I know what's going to happen, right? The DMV opens at 8. I know what's going to happen, right? I'm going to get there at around 7.50. I'm going to fucking get out of my car like a big shot with my douchebag coffee cup. Black on black on black. And I'm going to make a stroll right over to the back of the line and just pretend like it doesn't bother me. You know, this is good, man. God is good. Uh, you know, it's Monday. Uh, this is an opportunity to get your life together. And you know what, man? Fucking grow up. Grow up. So that's what I did. So, uh, and the door is right there. And um, you're looking at the people and you're just, you know, you're trashing them in your head, right? You're fat, right? You're fat. Oh, look at that Vietnam veteran. Uh, shit, the Korean War. Man, even these guys are getting off their asses today. Okay, all right. Look at me. I'm on their level now, right? Just trying to pick myself up, right? Um, so the line goes, and then I'm like looking over at the corner, and I'm thinking, oh shit, the line stops right there, but no, it doesn't. It does not. In fact, stop. It does not. I actually had a line around the whole entire fucking building. And um, so I'm sitting there. No, I'm not sitting there. I'm standing there. I'm looking good, right? Nice little v-neck tie. You can kind of see my titties. A little bit of, uh, I don't know, a two-pack, whatever you want to call it. Uh, skinny jeans, some Toms, right? I should have worn glasses so that I... It, it, it was it 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 was fucking horrible ladies and gentlemen it was bad it was really bad um but you know what uh, I will give myself this uh I didn't have one one like little anxiety attack one little panic attack I didn't freak out um I actually got to sit around and listen to whatever the fuck people talked about and I gotta tell you a lot of people don't talk at the DMV actually it's just a big old room of just people who fucking hate their lives and um i don't even know where the fuck i'm going with the story it was fucking it was horrible man the the best thing about the dmv was that there was about 19 windows open and one of them was attractive and and then that was it i was looking around there's no honey babies around in fact far from fucking honey babies over here they're all in their fucking 40s they're all fat and none of them are wearing their fucking wedding rings because they don't fit anymore. And, um, yeah, so that was great, man. That was great. So I grabbed my number from the lady, and I'm like, gee, fucking whatever, triple 1,000. And uh, basically just looks at me and says, yeah, go fuck yourself. Uh, you're going to be sitting over there for about the next four or five hours. 
And so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, thinking to myself, man, there's only, there's only so many fucking monologues you can be doing over and over. I mean, you can only quote Goodwill Hunting so many times. You know what I mean? You can only quote Silence of the Lambs so many fucking times. You can only quote Toy Story so many fucking times. You can only quote The Reservoir Dogs so many fucking times. I'm running out of movies here. Can we choose my fucking number? You know what I mean? So, um, so anyways, I'm sitting there and I'm just mad dogging the fuck out of everybody. I, but like, but like internally mad dogging the fuck out of everybody. Of course I got my smile in there. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I'm clean shaved today. My hair is, you know, brushed over. And every time a nice little old lady with a walker comes by, can we get somebody to help the ladies with the walkers? Um, there was like four, four women it just felt like they were in their 70s or some shit. And I was just like, I was just like, Grandma, can I, like, can I take your purse or some shit? Um, so they're on their walkers, right? And I, I saw one, one person with an, with an elderly woman. It might have been a, might have been a granddaughter, might have been a mother. I don't fucking know. She wasn't good looking. So, of course, I stopped looking, right? Um, and then there's a couple of, uh, old men over here with their Vietnam veteran hats on and their Korean wars. And, um, and there's another, another gentleman, another old guy again in his seventies with the canes and the walkers. It's just so, I uh, I don't, I don't know. And none of them were smiling. I saw one old person smile and she smiled at me, obviously because I'm good looking, but every, everyone, everyone else was just like, go fuck yourself and go fuck yourself and I was just like dude please somebody pour down some positive vibes onto me and my phone was at one percent and uh, I real quick took a picture of the DMV and was like Monday morning you cunts if you want to work on your patience it's time to do it right now at the DMV have a great day and happy Monday but I will tell you this ladies and gentlemen I will tell you this uh, I'm really glad that I did the DMV on a Monday because Monday is in fact my favorite day of the week so I was not going to be doing this shit tomorrow on a fucking Tuesday so I'm sitting there (laughs) I'm sitting there dude I'm sitting there and I'm fucking but you know it it all starts with the rated G movie, right? You got to start with the rated G movie while you're sitting there and you just you know you think of the happiest movie which is Toy Story, right? But then you get to the sad part of Toy Story and then it just puts you in a shitty mood and then you look at the fucking beaner that's sitting next to you and he fucking hasn't showered in 3 days. And then you get to the part where it's like <laughs> Do you remember that part in Toy Story? <laughs> You remember that part in Toy Story when they're at the gas station, right? And then Buzz Lightyear's like, according to my natty computer. <laughs> and and Woody's like, shut up. Just shut up, you idiot. And then and then Buzz is like, Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. I'm lost. Andy is gone. And while all that's going on, I hear G fucking 36 to number 19 and I look down and I'm not for like six more fucking numbers so by that time it gets to G fucking 40 what the fuck ever and this is the monologue I'm doing this is a monologue. I'm looking straight forward my fucking I got a perfect posture but I'm calm I'm just in character but I'm calm right calm is like the gift of life I'm sitting there and I'm fucking doing fucking Hannibal Lecter he's like you know what you'd look like with your good bag and your cheap shoes? <laughs> you you look like a rube with a little taste. All the way to the FBI. And then I look over and they fucking called my number. So I'm going up there and I and I get up slow like fucking Hannibal Lecter and I walk over there like a complete psychopath, not looking at anybody, not moving, just like a like a crocodile, like a crocodile or a tarantula. You know, um, Anthony Hopkins, uh, when he was trying to get in character for, 
for Hannibal Lecter, he was like, he said, like, yes, yes, what I did was I chose an animal, something that would, that would like to come close to Hannibal Lecter. And when I was, uh, when I was studying animals, it was something like a crocodile. I like to choose something. I just felt like, I felt like Dr. Hannibal Lecter. I felt like he never blinked. I felt like he never blinked and I felt like he never moved. So I thought, what type of animals? <laughs> so I thought, what type of animal would like never move and never blink? So I just felt like it was a crocodile and I felt like it was a, it was a tarantula. And then he comes in and then he's like, oh, Buffalo Bill, what a naughty boy he is. Right. So I'm walking over there and she's like, hi, how can I help you? And I'm like, and I'm like, yes, I'd like to get an identification for <laughs> fucking psychopath so i'm like i'm like yes i'd like to renew <laughs> a fucking psycho he's like <laughs> so i'm like i'm like uh, <laughs> i can't even fucking do it uh um uh, yes i'd like to get yes i'd like to get a new identification card and a vehicle registration renewal are we okay with that <laughs> And what the sad part is, was that the, the lady that actually chose my number was actually the most attractive one out of the whole fucking, out of the whole fucking thing. So you got to come out with a joke, right? Because obviously, like I'm uptight, and you know, I was looking at her the whole the whole fucking five hours I was sitting there, man. This chick fucking hated her job, just dealing with all those fucking animals. And um, you know, it's Monday, I get it, but like, have Monday be your favorite day. Have just have get up. Every, every single day with the rest of your life being pumped up for Mondays because when you do, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday tends to be a better fucking time for you if you just have that positive vibe on a Monday, right? Monday should be the hump day, you know what I mean? Wednesday should be the fucking weekend, I don't know. So she's looking at me like, who the fuck is this fucking douchebag with an 18-year-old haircut? And um, so, so then I'm like, dude, just look, take my fucking records, just look at my ID card, it's right there. Here's my renewal and here's my registration. Just fucking do it. Oh. So she was so sexy. She had a nice, nice, uh, nice pair of twins on her. And uh, she definitely did her squats. Yeah, she was a lady that was definitely in shape. Okay. Whoa, look at that. 30 minutes in. Okay. On to sports, ladies and gentlemen. So anyway, um, yes, the the M to the motherfucking C, uh, took care of business, and, um, yeah, I'm an adult now, and, um, my identification card is not expired. Okay, on to sports, ladies and gentlemen, ah, ah, sports, so, dude, I can't believe that it's already the NFL season, um, I just want everybody to know who was asking me questions today, I put a little something on my Instagram and my Snapchat today, uh, podcasting day, if you have any questions, give me something to talk about, la 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 la, right? Um, a, a couple of you asked me about the NFL postseason, and I just want to let y'all know, I got no fucking idea, dude, I did not even know, like I still can't even believe it, that it's the preseason, and my Rams are already 1-1, one and one. they got their asses kicked by the Ravens 33-7, to seven. can't fucking believe it, Joe motherfucking flacco um it's still coming in hot it turn it turns out did you guys see did, didn't he win the super bowl like back in 2012 uh beat the the san francisco 40 gayers um yeah that was the last time i heard anything about joe fucking flacco because uh yeah he didn't win the super bowl so it's like he's it's like he's useless to to uh any any nfl anything right um, but yeah, the Flaxster, uh, took the win against the Rams 33 to 27 at uh, 33 to 27. I wish it was 33, wish it was 33 to 27, but it was actually 37 to seven. And so I look at that and I'm like, ah, sad. It better not be one of those fucking years for the Rams. But then I did a little bit more research, ladies and gentlemen, and the Rams beat the fucking Raiders right here at the fucking Coliseum at the Coliseum. I'm going to get some water because I can't fucking talk. Um, the Rams beat the Raiders 19-15 uh, to 15, right over there on the old home turf. Right over there at the Coliseum. Uh, the Coliseum. The Coliseum. Jesus Christ, Caceres. 19-15 um, at the Coliseum. And, um, and, and you want to know how I heard about it? This is so fucking sad. But the how I heard that the Rams and the 
and the Rams and the Raiders were even playing was because I looked up on my Instagram and right there there's a couple of homies, a couple of uh, a couple of essays or whatever the fuck you call them, a couple of uh, locos or um, you know the homies that hang out with the homie the homie down down Cleo, I think that's his name, you know, the guy that seems lean like a cholo, and the villain in the home of Dan, Oxnard in the comp town, um, uh, yeah, they just like, a, like a bunch of dudes that look like the homie down, the rapper, uh, the fucking locos, and the essays, and the fucking homeboys, and the homies, uh, were fucking in Raider shirts, and Rams shirts, and they were fucking fighting, like as if it was a real fucking war, and I gotta tell you, ladies and gentlemen, embarrassing, fucking embarrassing, embarrassing, ladies and gentlemen, it is a game. It's a, a game. If you, if you, uh, how do you say game in Spanish? It's a el game. Okay. What? Why? Why, dude? Why? And it, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. But I'm hoping for the best for the Rams. I'm um, hoping for the best for the for the Raiders. It turns it turns out the Raiders are going to Las Vegas, and um, from a business standpoint, I will tell you that is a great, great fucking business thing to do because um, Las Vegas is the shit. If you want to go there for a weekend, okay. So you go to Las Vegas, you're there for two, three days, right? Three days, right? If you're in your 20s, you don't have a life and you're trying to get more pussy. One day, if you're fucking 40, and two days, if you're in your 30s, still trying to act like you're in your 20s. That's what the fuck Vegas is for, okay? So the motherfuckers just bought themselves four days. Now the 20-year-olds are going to be in Vegas for four days, okay? Because motherfuckers are going to be there on Thursday, and then they're going to be like, oh, fuck, the motherfucking Raiders are playing right over here in Las Vegas on a Sunday, oh, shit, staying here for one more day, going home on Monday morning type of thing, so from a business standpoint, yeah, Las Vegas just got millions of motherfucking dollars, and so did the Raiders, so did I want the Raiders to come to LA? Yes, of course I did, yeah, that'd be fucking great, because it'd be the Chargers, the Rams, and the fucking Raiders, um, all back in all, all back in your ass again. The DOC motherfucker. Um, yeah, that'd be uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, so now the thirty-year-olds are gonna be in Vegas for three days, and the forty-year-olds are gonna be in Vegas for two days because they were gonna do a little turnaround trip, right? Saturday, right? It's Saturday, right? It's about seven p.m. You're old, and you're like, oh shit, um, I gotta hang on to my youth. Uh, hey boys, let's go to Vegas. So you go to Vegas just to go to the fucking strip and you put in all of your 200 bucks down on craps. You lose it all. You look up. Oh, shit. The Raiders are playing tomorrow at 1 p.m. We're staying here, leaving home on Monday. Fucking business. Business why the Raiders went went to Las Vegas on Went to fucking why the Raiders went to Las Vegas. I don't fucking know. But listen, listen, somebody asked if they what I thought about it. And to be honest with you, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, if that's even the business way of looking at it. I'm just saying somebody who uh, remotely gives a shit. Um, and I don't I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I just I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that, ladies and gentlemen. I need some water. But, uh, yeah, so that's what's going on with that, man. So the Rams got the Texans on the 25th, it looks like. They got the Texans on the 25th. And I and you know what? To the two people that are like, hey, man, why don't you talk about some NFL, dude? Um, I'm actually going to be tuning into the Texan game on the 25th because the motherfucking MC got this weekend off, motherfuckers. Go get some fucking pussy. No, I'm not because I'm, uh, you know, I'm too nice for that shit. What the fuck do you want from me? All right, so yeah, I'll watch the game and I'll see what the uh, what the Ramseys do with the little Texanese, uh, Sean motherfucking McVeigh. Uh, good luck this season, my man, and uh, you're definitely gonna be doing shit for the Raiders this year. It was a great season last year, and I think that we can definitely make a big old run in the playoffs. And this is actually some new information too. The Rams. 
got 21-year-old rookie John motherfucking Kelly out of Tennessee, and looks like he's already doing damage there for the Rams, so pretty pumped. Pretty pumped to see what this new kid is going to be doing with the Ramsies. All right. All right. So, what the fuck else is going on in my life, man? Dude, I just had this Monday, this Monday off, and it was it was a beautiful thing. Um, and when I got home from the DMV, d- dude, I was so sore. I don't even know why. Um, yesterday, Sunday, I usually do take Sundays off in the workout sesh, but I actually did do like a nice little, quick little twenty T twenty five baby. Uh, workout with uh, Shanti and um, it did kick me in the balls a little bit I guess you can say it kicked me in the balls because I actually pushed myself like a little bit harder than I usually do just to kind of make the workout a little bit more worth it and uh, yeah man I I was a little sore sore this um, today so like I haven't even worked out yet I did fast for 19 hours today um for the rest of for the rest of the week, um, I usually try to I I really do try to make try to make it a thing where I can at least do 16. But I'm actually like pretty comfortable to be doing 18, like through the week. So this week I'm gonna definitely push it up to push it up to 18, 20 hours, and uh, maybe do 24 hours on Friday, maybe maybe 36 hours on Saturday. I don't fucking know. But, um, but yeah, it's going great. And, um, yeah, like I broke my fast today at about two p one thirty ish, 2 PM, something like that. And I had two eggs, sunny side up fucking be here evil, uh, with a couple of wheat breads, no butter, no butter. Keep the butter off. You put butter on your toast during the week. You're fat. You can only put butter on your toast on the weekends during fucking treat days. No cheat days. Only, only treat days. I don't know what the fuck. Okay, so and then what I had, and then um, and then what the fuck did I? Oh, and then my mom, dude, my mom, my mom, the fucking goat, my mom, the fucking MVP of this household. Um, she made some uh, macaroni salad, dude. That shit was fucking money. Um, so I had like one cup of macaroni salad, two eggs, sunny side up with some toast, and I was at about uh, what do you, what do you, what did I say? I was uh, I want to say I was probably at about. I want to say about 700 calories, and then I was like, oh, 700 calories, not bad. I actually have, like, a shitload of more calories to go today. So, your boy had two chocolate chip cookies, and it went up to about 880, 890, around there in calories. So, I got about 1,000 more calories to go. I try to keep it somewhere between 1,800 to about 2,000 calories during the week. And, um, of course, with vigorous workouts, when I'm done with this podcast, I'm probably going to go do a little insanity workout after this, because um, I'm actually going to be pumped up from all this fucking coffee I was drinking. But, um, but yeah, so this uh, this whole week, usually during the weeks, I try to stay somewhere between 1,800 to about 2,000 calories, and then I was talking to one of my friends um, about what I do on the weekends, and usually I cheat on either Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday. And on those days, I go to fucking town. Ten thousand calories a day, fucking easily. I mean, I'm I'm eating, I'm eating, you know, big old bags of Takis. You know, the the Oreos in my in my fucking pantry are gone. Um, the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, not nonstop. Extra jelly, of course. Um, the fucking sugar in my fucking coffee, dude. The sandwiches and the burgers and the fries. I mean, dude. I mean, I go to fucking town on the weekend and still I wake up on Monday and I'm still right where I want to be with the weight. So that's what's going on with that. I don't know what and to be honest with you like like I feel good. Like right like right now I'm full. Like right now I'm cool. I don't need to have to eat anything. I'm good and to be honest with you, I and, and it probably might happen but sometimes like I'll work out and I'll still be good. Like I won't need to eat anything at, at all. And even like when it gets to like that 11 midnight one o'clock in the morning like I'm not even I'm not even worrying about doing my little late night cravings because I've been craving water all day it's just a fucking it's a fucking beautiful thing man if you haven't tried fasting dude try it out because it fucking changed my life but if you're that guy that lets that like snacking throughout the day with your fucking broccoli (laughs) and your fucking and your fucking grapes and your fucking apples and your bananas and all your vegetables Dude, fucking kudos to you because the motherfucking MC can't do it. 
I like carrots, I like broccoli, I like cucumbers, but I gotta put all that shit together with this big ass meal that I'm having, like once. I gotta have that shit with like some chicken and rice type of thing. I can't have, I can't do snacks, man. I just can't do it. Can't do it. You know, I was watching this, um, this fucking, um, dude, I got to figure out what the hell that, that guy's name, that guy's name is, but you guys have to, you guys have to check, check this video out on YouTube. Um, it's this hilarious video where this, this bodybuilder, he's definitely a bodybuilder. If he's not a bodybuilder, he's a fucking liar. Um, because he fucking hit, his shoulders are like my fucking thighs. Um, God, what the fuck? But anyways, guys, I need you guys to look up this video. It's called, You Are What You Eat, okay? And this guy brings my energy. My If you like my energy, if you like my sarcasticness, if you like my dickheadedness, if you like the type of comedy that I bring to your motherfucking eardrums, Please look up this video because I was laughing my ass off because it's just so true. You are what you eat, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you got to fucking eat healthy. You know what I mean? You got to fucking eat salads. You got to shove healthy shit down your throat if you want to look good naked for your woman. You know what I mean? What's his name? His name is Seth uh, uh, Faroki. S-E-T-H. Seth F-E-R-O-C-E. It's like feroce or feroki or fihit. Um, tips for clean gains, right? You are what you eat. Nutritional diet trips. Uh, diet trips. Diet tips. And uh, yeah, it's about 20 minutes long, man. And he's um, and it's just right, right out of the right out of the fucking gate. You know how there's you know there's those fucking those bros, man. Those fucking bros that try to like get all scientific with the shit and it's like dude i don't give a shit about insulin i don't give a shit about apography or whatever the fuck it's called i don't give a shit about the growth hormones and shit dude just tell me what i gotta do so that i look good naked when i'm plowing when i'm fucking plowing in the bed okay when i'm on the beach and the honey baby's looking at me so that i can plow her Later on that night, just tell me what to do. Uh, yeah. Salads and fucking cucumbers and your shitty broccoli and your shitty chicken and your shitty proteins. Oh, but they're so good for you. And it, it's working great. Fucking working great for me, man. I've lost 30 pounds. Lost 30 fucking pounds. No secret. Cardio every fucking day. And eat healthy. That's it. That's fucking it. So, yeah, that's that's what's... That's what the fuck is going on with me today, man. And I'm off tomorrow. I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to do with my day tomorrow. For some reason, I'm just like a fucking old man. You know, I wake up in the morning and I like meditate and shit. Like I wake up in the morning and I like try to control my breathing. I'm just like in through the nose, out through the mouth. You know, I like to get up and I like to like look out of my fucking window. at like the birds and shit and the trees and my beautiful pool in my backyard and just kind of take everything in. You know, I'm fucking like taking slower showers too. Like I used to be like a fucking three minute guy. Just fucking go in there. Just do a quick wash on the whole body, dude. Just fucking wash your pits, wash your shoulders, wash your stomach, wash your balls, wash your legs, wash your feet, wash your face, right? Wash your hair, right? But now it's like, dude, it's like up to six minutes and shit. I'm like lathering myself up and i'm even getting into this american psycho type of mentality waking up like patrick bateman like i believe in taking care of myself with the balanced diet and vigorous exercises i'm up to a thousand <laughs> i'm up to a thousand crunches now or some shit and i'm straight loving life hey dad dad and trouble what are you guys doing we're going to try to fix Lexi's steering wheel. You guys are on the podcast. Hi. What's up? That's my brother. Um, turns out uh, my sister has something wrong with the steering wheel. So, yeah, my dad and my brother are going to go and try and fix it. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. 
Yes, I am doing this podcast uh, outside, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, to be honest with you, as soon as, I mean, I uh, would I say I'm insecure? Yeah, definitely. There are definitely parts of me that are insecure. I can't, I can't podcast in front of my family. I don't know what it is. It's just, I just, I just can't do it. Like with my old man standing there right behind me, fixing, fixing the car. My brother standing there trying to learn how to, how to fix the car. I just feel this, like all of a sudden sense of like, shut your fucking mouth and don't say anything because you're stupid and they judging you. Um, but yeah, and uh, yeah, I like to do my podcast outside. I like to do my podcast away from the family because who wants to listen to me say the word cunt for an hour, right? And, uh, you know, really talk about my psychopathic thoughts uh, for an hour straight because uh, my mom can't deal with it. She's seen me do stand-up. My dad's seen me do stand-up. And yes, my parents do think I'm hilarious, but the often feedback that I get from the parents is um, stop cussing, which sad 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 there's just so much freedom in that and then yeah that's the shitty part that's the shitty part that's the only feedback i feel like i've got was the 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 cussing um but yeah i was thinking about doing a rated g podcast version where i would like send it to my little cousins and shit but i don't know if i i don't know if i'd be able to do that like what am i going to talk about like what's new on disney channel is there even dude like is there still anything going on in the Disney Channel world? You know what the last thing was that I watched on Disney Channel? What the fuck is on these days? And I feel like it's like some dumbass show too, but it's like the shows that I never watched weren't stupid, right? Disney Channel. I wonder what like their number one show is. Is that chick that does iCarly Miranda Cosgrove stealing like the Nickelodeon Disney Channel world? Let's see here. Um, Andy Mack, since 2017. I don't know if there's any kids out there that are listening to this podcast. And if you are, congratulations, because you're not supposed to be. But, um, yeah, the first one that popped up was Andy Mack, an uh, an American comedy series. Um, These are fucking... Obviously, it's a fucking kid's show. Um, Let's see here. Life goes from routine... To a roller coaster ride overnight for artistic teenager Andy Mack. It all happens on the eve of her 13th birthday when free spirited older sister Bex, who has been traveling around the world, returns home to make a revelation which changes everything for the Mack family. It turns out that Bex isn't Andy's sister. How can you lie to me about it? She is her mother. Oh, how can you lie to me about that? Turns out Bex is the mother. And Celia, who Andy thought was her mother, is actually her grandmother. Oh, fucking relatable, dude. Um, This is just great for kids that are like lonely and kids that got fucked up parents and like dude i'm probably going to watch this 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 show might actually put me in a better mood um learning that this family secret sends andy to an uncharted course of self-discovery she's not alone on her journey as best friends cyrus and buffy i wonder who the fuck (laughs) buffy buffy the vampire slayer buffy uh, Cyrus and Buffy, Miley Cyrus, right? I had to pick a horror name, right? Um, Cyrus and Buffy are also trying to figure out their places in the world. How nice, how nice, how nice. Wow, that's just crazy. Well, that Linian Bowden. Oh, shit. Linian Bowden. Hello, miss. Nah, dude, if you're, if you're the mom, it's like, come on. You gotta have some type of age on you. Yeah, you're 32 years old. Dude, you look amazing. Like you're 22 or some shit. Lillian Bowden. 
Rebecca Beck's Max and the Andy Max Show. Yeah, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any... Hey. Hi. Do you know about this Andy this Andy Mac TV show on Disney Channel? No. Yeah, don't watch it. It's... Um, <laughs> it's... Uh, let's just face it. Hannah Montana was better than this shit. But, um, but yeah, man, this, uh, you know what, dude, I might give this shit a chance. This actually seems like a very interesting type of thing, but, um, yeah, that does, that's what the fuck is going on in the Disney Channel world. What the fuck else is going on in Disney Channel, man? I just feel like I'm so out of it. And, and see, here's the thing, man, since I kind of came up with the idea of, um, of what do you call it? Of, um kind of maybe making a rated pg podcast maybe i should kind of get some type of reference what about bunked okay what the fuck is bunked man and what these these like andy mac is cool andy mac is cool right that that's fine right hannah montana right even steven right the bear in the big blue house out of the box fine all great names but bunked it's got to be something interesting okay the Ross kids head to summer camp in this spinoff of Jesse. Oh, what the fuck is Jesse? Now I got to know what Jesse is? Oh, God damn it. All right. <clears throat> so, Bunked, it turns out it's a spinoff of Jesse. Never even heard of it. Jesse is your typical fish out of water story. Then why the fuck am I going to read this? Okay. Jesse is your typical fish out of water story. Jesse is a small town teen who leaves her Texas roots to take a job as a nanny for the Ross family's four prestigious kids in New York City. Heading the fam uh, uh heading the family are the parents, who would have thought, right? Supermodel turned business mogul Christina and movie director Morgan. Oh, sh dude, I got dude, you know what? I might have to start watching this Disney shit. I would probably learn so much about the fucking business of what the fuck I want to get into. Look at that supermodel turned business mogul, Christina and movie director Morgan. I wonder if he talks about directing movies in this show. Look at how, you know what? Business is great. In the Disney Channel world, business is great. But it sucks because the show's over now. So now I got to start, start from the fucking beginning. Um, the oldest of four children, teenager Emma is the only biological child of the bunch. Oh, Jesus, here we go. Separated at birth, fucking adopted. Um, let's see here. Is the only biological child of the, of the bunch. Her three brothers and sisters are all adopted. Of course they are. American adoptee Luke, Indian adoptee Rave, and African adoptee Zuri. While watching four kids can be challenging for a teenager, Jesse has help in the form of the of the family's butler, uh, Bertram. Hmm, interesting. And the building's twenty-year-old uh, doorman, Tony. Oh, sexy Tony, about to fucking tear that shit up, Jesse. How old is Jesse? Eh, Debbie Ryan. I don't even. Hmm, interesting. God, I hope this chick is over 18, because then I'm going to look like a total fucking psychopath. All right. Adding to Jesse's challenging task is the family's pet, a seven-foot Asian water monitor lizard. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Let's see here. So, oh, dude, the kids loved, the fucking kids loved Cameron Boyce, fucking Luke Ross. You know, this would definitely be be an interesting way to kind of reach out to the kids today, shall we? Because I feel like, like the Cameron Boyce is like the, like the David dude, dude. Here's another thing. This is how fucking old I am. I didn't even watch Wizards of Waverly Place. What the fuck is that guy's name? Wizards of Waverly Place cast. What the fuck, David? Something. He's Catholic. He's my boy, David Henry. There we go. All right, so David Henry. Okay, so this guy right here, Cameron Boyce, is like the fucking David Henry of Disney Channel right now. What the fuck is this kid doing right now? What is he fucking... Watch him be my fucking age. Watch. Watch him be my age. 
Exactly. <laughs> watch him be my age. Watch him be my age. No, he's 19. Oh, shit. Nice. That's another reason uh, that I'm also getting old here is because uh, 23 years old and 19-year-old Jesse. Yeah, dude, for sure. Like, fucking for sure. Like, for... He's he's not the he's not the pussy king by any means, but plows for sure. Let's see here, what the fuck else is going on here? But oh look at that! Oh Jesus! It's been an hour. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast has officially been coming to an end. Oh no! Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Sit and Run podcast. My name is Michael Caceres, and you can catch this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And tell your friends, tell your family about it. And if you have any questions, you want to ask questions, you want to know how I'm doing, um, you want to know how I'm doing, or if you want to give me something to talk about, just go to my Instagram at mcaceres11 or the Snapchat at mcaceres11. I do this podcast every single Monday, and I will talk to you guys next week. Late as...